of Sippin' with Sassy. So we are going to get started with our drink and for this week's drink we are going to be trying the new Truly flavor. Now I'm very excited about this flavor but I'm also sad because this has replaced one of my favorite flavors which was the black cherry lemonade in the Lemonade Truly pack and I was really really sad they were getting rid of it but they have replaced it with watermelon lemonade, so we are going to try it. I'm a huge watermelon fan. I mean, everyone knows I love lemonade. It's in half of my drinks, so I'm going to try it with you right here, right now, and please forgive me because I'm going to open the can and try it, and I apologize for any noises that might happen, so this is a trigger warning for all of you who are sensitive to noises and sounds and all of those things. So here we go. Oh, that is good. That is really good. Wow. Okay. So I might have a new favorite flavor. My new favorite flavor is the Truly Watermelon Lemonade. If you guys have not tried the watermelons, or the watermelons, the lemonades, you should definitely go try them. I think they're some of the best that Truly has ever put out. 5% alcohol hard seltzer, you know, the, the goods, three grams carbs, one gram sugar, hundred calories, gluten-free. I mean, I guess that makes sense. This is not beer, but definitely go try it and let me know what you think because this is thebomb.com and I'm so pumped. And there are some other truly flavors that are coming out soon. So as soon as I can get my hands on that, I'm going to do a taste test with you guys gonna try and bring G on to do it but he refuses so far and I was going to bring him on this episode but he denied me and I know I said last week that I was gonna have some very special guests well I went home this past weekend and was going to have bitchy podcast with me but the second she saw the microphone she refused so we're gonna have to work with that as well work with her and try and get her on here but this week I wanted to talk about the challenge. So tonight, Wednesday night, I know this comes out on Thursday, but just bear with me. So Wednesday night is the finale of the challenge. I think it's season 36, Double Agents. So I am super excited about that. I think this has been the longest season of the challenge, which I guess makes sense because, I mean, what else have we really been watching with quarantine and COVID and all of these things. So the premise of this season is, so you're partnered up and at the very beginning, all of the contestants showed up and they said, Hey, pick a partner. You have a minute, couple of minutes and everyone partnered up. Some people were let down. Some people asked people to be partners and they said, no. So everyone has a partner. And then each week, 
Obviously, there's challenges, and the winners of those challenges become the double agents. So then, once that happens, there's a secret house vote, and you have to vote in a team to go down into the crater. So the crater is the elimination round where male or female will battle it out to stay in the game. And the kicker this season was that it was a secret vote held at the house, but then the double agents would be able to see who were the compromise agents, so who was voted down into the crater, and who voted them in. So they really break that wall and... I mean, this game is all about politics and friendships and all of those things. And, I mean, people lie all the time. That's how you get to the end. You lie to people. You politic your way through the game. So, once they started to realize you were going to get caught in your lies, things got a little crazy. So, there would be a house vote. The double agents would see who it was. They would go down to the crater, and then the double agents would pick a team to go down and face off. So they would switch back and forth between men's elimination and women's. And then if you won your elimination round, you could choose to stay with your partner, or you could infiltrate and steal another partner. So this turns the game on its head, right? So there were people who were stolen often, Poor Corey, who's been on the challenge many, many seasons, I think had six or more partners throughout the entire game. And I really, I'm a huge Corey fan, so I'm super excited because he is in the finale. But it has been really sad to see all of his partners go home. I mean, he's had a curse this entire game. So we will see what happens tonight. I mean, it has been... A wild season. So let's go through who is in the finale because uh, some I'm annoyed with and some I'm thrilled with. So I have always, always been a huge fan of the challenge. I'm a huge fan of the OGs. So CT, Bananas, Wes. Uh, I don't know. I mean... Those are the three that really stand out that I really love. There's a lot of people I don't like. There's a lot of people that I liked. And then I kind of turned on because I really... Things happen and I get so frustrated. So Casey is a prime example. I have always loved Casey. I think she's a great competitor. I think she always does well in these challenges. And I loved her throughout the season. She was partners with Leroy until last week. I think it was last week or the week before when she and Fessy decided that Fessy was going to go down into elimination, win, hopefully, and come back and steal her from Leroy. And as soon as she really teamed up with him, I got really upset because Fessy is someone that I truly don't like on the challenge. I mean, he's all talk, all bark, no bite, right? So he wants to compete it's always his partner's fault he's the best he's the best he can't be beat but then he's afraid to go down and compete in the crater and doesn't want to do this and doesn't want to do that but everything that happens is not his fault so he steals he does win his elimination he steals Casey and then the entire first episode of the finale which was last week He's yelling at Casey, he's telling her to push it, and then she eventually falls and rolls her ankle. 
So now she's injured, or her knee. I think it was her knee that she messed up. And they get to a checkpoint in the finale, and they have to eat. There is always an eating portion of the final, and if you don't know that, then you're just dumb. I mean, this happens every season. This has happened for a very long time. And he just stands there. He doesn't eat a single thing. And Casey is there hobbling, eating all of this stuff. And he's like, well, we're going to get eliminated. It's like, why why am I going to eat? And at least try. You talk all this big game, but then you decide you just don't want to do it. So I'm just interested to see how everyone else reacts, how the audience reacts, how TJ Lavin reacts, who's been the host for a very, very long time. He, I think, is probably the best part because he laughs at people. He calls them out. I mean, he says it like he sees it. And I think I've read somewhere that he goes to these locations of wherever the challenge is and he always flies at his friends and they hang out and do whatever. And then he goes and does the challenge and he goes back. But for anyone who hasn't watched the challenge in a long time, I really think you should start. There's a bunch of new people and they've had seasons where they do fresh meat or they've been bringing people in from other shows. So for a while it was only, I think it was actually called the Real World Road Rules Challenge because those were the shows that they brought people on from. And now it's just the challenge and then they pick some other theme or some other type of thing to go with. And Fresh Meat, I think they just brought in 12 random people from wherever and they've been bringing people from Big Brother. I mean, Lolo was on this season. I think she's an Olympic athlete who ended up quitting, which was fine because all she did was whine and complain, and it was frustrating to watch. But Nin- Ultimate Ninja Warrior or something like that, they've had some people on from that. Are you the one? I don't know if I said that. They're really just bringing in people from all over, and it makes it more exciting because you get to see other people from other shows maybe that you enjoyed or just new people in general and one thing that really surprised me this season so they brought Devin back who apparently was fired by MTV a few years ago after one of his I think the challenge he was a little out of control and he brought him they brought him back this season and I actually really enjoyed him he was funny to watch. Towards the end, he started slipping back in, into his ways where he, you know, would poke the bear and try and fart, fight, start fights with people. But overall, I think he had a really good season. Now, they did bring in some rookies, which I wasn't too sure about, but Amber B is one of the rookies they brought in. She's actually in the final, so she is partner's current currently with CT and as the final stands right now they are in first place so I'm interested to see what happens and if they win the whole thing which I really hope so and I think I do just want to say that I am aware of the thumping and the little footsteps in the background throughout this entire episode my neighbor upstairs have they have a small child who just runs back and forth all day so we are going to ignore those steps and let her get her energy out because as soon as I have a child if she's running around he or she god willing 
is running around getting your energy out. That's all we can hope for. So please ignore all that. But getting back into it, I really hope that CT wins because, like I said, I have always been a CT stan. And usually when he's in a final, he wins. I don't think he's ever been in a final that he hasn't won. So that is probably what is going to happen. But one thing that I do want to say, which I think is incredible, is this season of the challenge, the four women that are left are all of different ethnicities. They're not the typical white woman, right? So we have Nani, who is Dominican. We have Casey, who... I believe her father is from the Philippines or her mother's from the Philippines. I'm going to check on that because I do not want to be wrong. And then we have Amber B, who she grew up in Knoxville, but her father is black and Puerto Rican. And then we have Cam, who is a beautiful black woman with, I mean, she's amazing on the challenge. She is someone that everyone wants to be partners with. She has it all. She's kicking ass. Part of me wants her to win, but then at the same time, I mean, I just can't root against CT. I just can't. It's just in my blood. And so I think this is really an important season. I think this shows a lot for women of different ethnic backgrounds and really gives them power and something to live up to. I mean, I think it's amazing, and especially on the heels of you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's happening in the world. And yes, I did watch the verdict yesterday on the George Floyd case. And I was watching it just thinking, okay, what's going to happen? Like, I mean, he has to be guilty. He has to be guilty. It's on film. You cannot murder someone like that. So... Derek Chauvin, is that his name? I don't even know his name because honestly, he's a trash human. Yeah, it's Derek Chauvin. Um, He was found guilty and I was texting Bunny the whole time and, you know, we were nervous to see what the verdict was going to be and as soon as they read that it was guilty, I cried. I mean, yes, I am a white woman, but I think this is something that, A, needed to happen. I mean, it's sad because George Floyd should have never died, I mean, this is a step in the right direction. This is not complete justice. This is just moving forward. And hopefully, as a country, we can, I mean, come together and really fight the issues that we are facing and we've been facing for a very long time. And that's really all I'm going to say about it right now because I still need time to process. And I think as a white woman, I feel... Like, I can talk on it, but I will never truly understand how people of color are feeling or different ethnic backgrounds are feeling. So I'm just going to stop it there, hop back into the challenge. (laughs) So we have Cam and Corey, CT, Amber B, Casey and Fessy. Hopefully Fessy leaves because he's terrible. And then we have Leroy and Nani. And... I have always loved Nani too, and Leroy is just such a gem of human. I would like... It's so hard because I do like so many of the teams, and there's good in every single one of them, but except Fessy. I just don't like Fessy, and he needs to go. But where 
the episode stopped last week is Amber B and CT won the eating challenge and now they have a plate of more disgusting food that they have to give to somebody. And I think the biggest issue that I have with the challenge is the fact that people don't think. They don't strategically play this game. So everyone is saying, don't pass it to me. Don't pass me the food. I I don't want to give it. Don't do it to me. Give it to Fessy and Casey. The smart decision would be to give the food to whatever team is in second place. So if you were in first place, there is no point in giving it to the team that's in last place. They're already in last place. They're probably going to go home. You need to give it to the people that are in second place. This is going to set you up best to win the final. And it kind of left off with CT talking to Amber B. And I think that that is what he's going to say because CT knows this game. He knows how it works. Bananas is the same way. All these OGs know and the vets know how this game works. So I'm really hoping that that is what happens. And I think another issue that I really have too is throughout the entire game, they are eliminating these people who they say are bad competitors and all of these things. Well, if I was in the challenge, I would want to run a final against people that I know that I can beat. Yes, to be the best, you have to compete against the best, but we're talking about a million dollars. So in order for me to win a million dollars, I am going to put myself up, like set myself up for the best possible outcome. So the fact that they strategically try to get rid of these players who are bad in the game blows my mind. It just blows my mind. On what planet would you not want to run a final against somebody that you know that you can beat? It's just shocking. Every season is shocking that this happens. And I think that all of the vets always understand this. They know to keep certain people in the game. They know to keep them as far, as long as possible. And all of these rookies just don't understand that. And maybe at some point they will, maybe they won't, but I'm very interested to see what is going to happen. And I did want to record this episode after the challenge, but I mean, the chances of me doing that after are pretty slim to none because I would be tired and want to go to bed. So I am about to go get ready for the challenge. It's going to start here in about seven minutes. So, well, yesterday, because it's Thursday, whatever. Y'all know I record this obviously the day or a couple days before it happens, but Hope you guys have a wonderful Thursday, wonderful weekend. Can't wait to see who wins the challenge, and I will catch up with you guys next week. Cheers.